You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you, yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. 24-7. <laughs> My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. All right, guys. So today's guests are two fellow tea spilling professionals. They've got the ultimate access to all things Hollywood. Please welcome the hosts of Housewives Nightcap, Lauren Herber and Emily Orozco. Hi, guys. Hi, Zach. Uh, what an intro. I mean, hello. Do we feel fancy or what? I mean, you I are fancy. You're coming straight from Access Hollywood. You know, we, yes, we are, but we're, we're fancy, but we're also wildly scrappy. So it's like <laughs> a little bit of scrappy. You know what I mean? But it's like, that's the way I feel like you build a career. It is. You have to be scrappy. You have to get a little scrappy to get to the top. Yeah, exactly. So that's definitely the best way to describe us. Yes. Well, I love it. I love listening to your interviews. They're always, you always get the tea out of the housewives. You're always getting the scoop. We have lots of scoop to discuss today. Yeah, you you are the scoop. You know, we work for NBC. We are in the family. We like to uh, have a lot of synergy. Yeah, they give us things. You just get it. You go out there and get them yourselves. I'm you on give the us ground. All, you're on the ground. You're doing the Lord's work, you know? No, and I was, I was literally just... I was literally DMing with some of the housewives that were in Morocco. And I'm like, I need more scoop from you. Yeah. And some of them are yeah. like, you know, I can't talk. And I'm like, well, it doesn't have to be on the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's yeah, some yeah. no filter ones. Yeah, we love a but good I source. know everything. So you really know what's going down. So should we talk about this madness in Morocco yes. that's like breaking news everywhere? Know. Okay, so Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 4 just wrapped filming, and Brandy Glanville is currently under investigation for some unwanted kisses. So I broke the story on Sunday, came out in People this morning, and it's like spreading like an STD on a college campus right now. So (laughs) the version that was reported in People I thought was a little um, convenient. It seemed to lean towards one one housewife it more favorable towards one housewife um and i but i do think some of the sources that i had are some of the same sources and people um but basically there was an incident that involved brandy glanville and caroline manza while filming real housewives girls trip season four in morocco there was some unwanted contact from brandy towards caroline caroline became very upset she flipped out it became a major incident while filming therefore production had to then launch an internal investigation brandy had to be removed she was placed in a separate hotel Apparently, majority of the women, from what I've heard, seem to have been siding with Brandy um, based off of what they witnessed that night. Caroline ended up leaving early on her own accord. I speculated that this was likely due to the fact that some of the other women weren't taking her side initially. Um, I do believe that the incident happened on camera, so I would assume the internal investigation now would likely be like some sort of third party 
taking everyone's statements and kind of just reviewing the footage. But Brandy and Caroline were noticeably absent at the finale, which taped on Saturday night. All the women are back now, except for maybe like uh, Alex, who's been every time I see her, she's been on a plane for like five days now. I'm like, where is Alex heading home to? Like, where is home at this point? Um, But what are your initial reactions to kind of just this news coming out being, you know, that there was some sort of incident between Brandy and Caroline and they had to cut the trip short? Okay, not my shocked. yeah, not shocked. My gut reaction, I'm from Jersey. Okay, uh, let me tell you something about Jersey. Girls, don't you talk okay? about my family. Let me tell you something about Jersey girls. We don't like when people talk about our families, but in addition, we don't like to be touched. Mm. Do not touch a Jersey girl without her like let without letting her know like we don't want to be touched yeah. so it does not shock me by a man or a woman yeah without you know being welcome personal space being welcome. personal space and i know this might be something that like most people feel but it's a particular to jersey and you can you can check me because on the show you could tell jersey girls don't want to be touched caroline was pissed and you know we all know brandy yeah. like lauren we've interviewed brandy we, and she is wild that's why i'm not shocked that it was involved brandy was involved but i will say for them to have an internal investigation that's serious how many times has nbc bravo done that i like there's only a handful of times that they've actually done an investigation yeah. like that so I feel like it has to be super serious. I also heard somewhere that Dean, Dina's name was involved somehow. Yeah, so I can confirm that that's not, there was no Dina okay. involved. And then Vicky even okay. came out and was commenting, saying that that's not true. I think that what happens, and this, I don't know if you guys get frustrated with this, but what happens sometimes is there are these low budget Twitter accounts that want to just like tweet just, things to like be yeah. funny or be interesting. Yeah. And then it picks up steam and then it becomes a whole thing. So as far as I'm, I'm pretty sure at some point on the trip, Dina's name comes up and there's a discussion about Dina. But in as far as I'm I'm aware it was not related to the incident with Brandy. So you guys feel like we all just want to bring Dina into the drama. Always. She can't run further away. Did you see Dina's Instagram story? She looks scary. Yeah, I think she's gotten a lot. A lot of work done, a lot of of filtering of her Instagram stories. But then the new hair, she has like dark hair with bangs and it just doesn't look like her anymore. It's a shame, too, because she's really beautiful. Like, when she yeah. was on the show, she was so beautiful. Why is she doing it all? Well, doing the most. Right? I don't know. But my on. guess, Brandy drank too much or whatever. Who yeah. knows? Like, I don't think Brandy needs alcohol or anything. No, to get. she doesn't need any more. Literally, she said down. that in the past. She said that on the last Ultimate Girls trip. Yeah. She doesn't need a lot to get her going. So I, can, I already can picture it. There's drinks involved. Caroline, like you said, Emily, does not want, leave me alone. Caroline also, this is her first time back into a housewife territory in a long time. This must have been like super overwhelming for her to begin with. And then you have all these personalities, Vicky, which we love Vicky, but we have all these personalities and then Brandy at the top of it. And I can just see her just like poking the bear. 
Oh, 100%. And they're just two completely different personalities from two completely different generations where it's like Brandy's loosey-goosey. Brandy's like, let me touch you and let me have a couple Mm -hmm. drinks and let's hug and let's make out and let's do all this. You know, she's so free with her sexuality. And Caroline's a little more, you know, she's 116th Italian and that's not how they do it, you know? (laughs) That's not how we do it at the Olive Garden. But Caroline Mans is actually only 61 and yeah. Brandy's 50. So I think it's also just the way they embrace their age, right? Yeah. Like Caroline acts like she's older. She's not that young. Yeah. Well, because I would I have just, never guessed Caroline's age when she joined Housewives is Brandy's current age. Like they're very different. Very different. Very different style. Very yeah. different all around. What do so, you I'm tuning in. Yeah. How about you? At, this, at this point, take Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Strip Season 3, throw it in the garbage with the sprinkle cookies. Oh, I forgot and about that. Can we skip Thailand. to the good part? Yeah, I'm over Thailand. We, we still have Thailand. Thailand See, was filmed so, like five years ago. I'm over it. But isn't that kind of a marketing problem right there? Like, don't you guys kind of feel like we we need to get, we should have hyped up three before we got all the tea from four? Well, I feel like it was hyped and then we haven't heard anything about it because it's been so long. Like we heard about the Leah getting kicked out early and all of that stuff that like we heard the tea and then it just never went anywhere. I feel like we just need to start busting out these reality shows a lot quicker because social media has things coming out so much sooner that like we can't have this much lull time it's true you're so right thousand percent i mean i'm gonna watch ultimate girls trip season three but i really want to watch season four now now i'm like i'm ready for morocco alex mccord back in morocco let's go i cannot wait i feel like alex mccord could do nothing and we would all just be like happy because she was so iconic so iconic i do think though this makes Brandy and Caroline, maybe even Caroline, like they're not going to come back. Brandy, no way, no way is going to come back to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills after this. Which I heard is so disappointing because I heard she was on her best behavior because she knew she had her diamond on the line. Yeah. And I can't imagine they would bring her back after this. Not after an internal investigation. They don't want to put up with that. Yeah, because it's an HR issue. We have to investigate. We have to get statements. We have to review the footage. Like, it just becomes such a headache at that point. And then you have Caroline, who's like, hasn't done this in forever. She gets a taste of it. And she's probably like, "Mm, I do not want to do with this with Teresa. Like, no, 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 no. We interviewed Caroline at BravoCon, remember, Lauren? And I feel like I'm, I'm honestly kind of shocked she did but a girl. She did it in the first place. Yeah. She was so anti. She was like, it would take a lot, like basically said it would take a lot of money. So they also, we know they're paying Caroline. She, yeah. There's no way she went for pennies. No. Caroline and Alex, I think were the two, like I could like Camille. Yeah. Of course, Camille was going to sign up for the paycheck and for the trip to the, to Morocco. You know, the other women I wasn't surprised by, but Alex McCord, who we have not heard of in housewives world for years. I mean, she did like what one watch what happens live, but other than that, nothing. And Caroline Manzo, I was surprised, especially because they're not the type to like, you know, let their hair down, have a few drinks and like party it up in Morocco. They're not whoop it up with Vicky. No. I forgot it was Morocco. That's also probably what got Caroline. It was like pre trip. Like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like it was Bluestone Manor. Like it was Morocco, you know, and she probably got paid well. She was probably like, F it, you know? Eight days. How bad could it really get? 
Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll, well have to wait. Now we know. It <laughs> uh, sounds pretty bad. <laughs> were you guys upset or happy to see Brandy, Vicky, Eva, and Phaedra returning? Because some people were like, we saw them in season two. I don't need them back for season four. I don't think we needed Eva and Vicky back, even though I'm a big Vicky stan. Yeah. I, like, I think we there's enough housewives that can go on girls trips. I would like to mix it up. Phaedra cannot give me enough. She, I could watch Phaedra all day, all day. Her one-liners are so good. Vicky did not deliver no. in Bluestone Manor. I know she was dealing with Steve, a heartbreak, all of it, but it was not good. Like, no. it, it was, was not good. So I feel like, yes, this is them giving her a second chance. They're appeasing her for not making her Real Housewives of Orange County full time. It's definitely like Bravo threw her a bone. Yeah. Hoping that she Probably. would, hoping that she would actually bring what they thought she would bring in season two, and I'm hoping she brings like they gave you a second chance. Don't yeah. ruin it. Like it, the season two got Tamara back on OC. That like I'm pretty sure this is the audition that these housewives are getting to come back on a show. Phaedra, I'm glad they brought back, and I think this is the perfect dose of Phaedra. Right? She gets to come. She gets to be fun. She gets to be shady. She doesn't have to open up about her life. Like she can just kind of let her hair down and have fun with the women and give her shady confessionals and she's great at that yeah who is Richard like she's just she's great at that she brings it it's Richard she's like why is this lady telling me about Richard in a tree she's so good but back on the whole Vicky thing I want to point this out I also heard people talking at BravoCon that Vicky did end up filming a lot of OC because they needed her yeah because that's her element though that's the thing about vicky like i'm interested to see how she does in morocco because when she's out of her element she goes in and she's not the vicky we know and love you know she in her element in the oc in coda like that's her you know she's vicky with the family man but i don't know about the morocco we're gonna see but for them to like have her come into film that means the storylines were lacking yeah I'm not surprised. I'm really not surprised. I will it's going to be, be interesting. I will be curious to see what OC brings because we have Heather back in the mix. I mean, this will be her second season back. And usually that's when you kind of fall back into your groove, right? Your first season back is always a little rocky. So I'm curious to see what season two version of Heather we get. And then we have Tamara back. We have um, Vicky now in the mix. We have Taylor Armstrong in the mix. So it's going to be an interesting See, I have no idea what to expect. I'm hoping it's good. But I have no clue. Guys, because after, I don't know if you feel the same way. Emily and I feel this right now, but like we have not gotten really good housewives content in a couple of months. I don't know. I'm like, Salt Lake Lake is, oh my God. Wait, were you guys there for the Jen Shaw crashing the after party thing at BravoCon? Oh, oh yes. Wait, okay. I was, I was, and I was. Lauren got, wait, Lauren got a viral interview. It did like everyone was reposting. Yes. I remember this. But I, um, actually left right before she crashed. So this is, kind of sad but then the next day I heard wind of it the next morning and then I had Tamara and I just like randomly asked her a question of like who are you most excited to see like an icebreaker of a question yeah and then she's like well Jen Shaw was in my room blah 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 blah. Karen fully Um, broke the story yeah that was that was completely wild 
Um, not surprised though, but also it was kind of, I don't know, for Tamara to be like turned on her so quickly, I was like, girl, I love you for that. But then also like as Jen, I would be like, are you? Well, but I kind of get it, though, because it's like Jen wasn't invited to Tamara's room from my from what I remember hearing about it. Like she she kind of just crashed. She just showed up. I mean, if Jen Shaw showed up in my hotel room, I'd be like, hey, Jen Shaw, give me the tea. And then I'd be like, "Okay, guys, here's the exclusive Instagram live. Let's go. Okay, but also, do you guys remember when last BravoCon Tamara uh, said Denise Richard showed up in her room? So like when Tamara first said it, do you remember that? And hit on her? Yes. So I forgot about that. I completely forgot about that too. My initial reaction when she said that about Jen Shaw is like Tamara's so full of shit. She just wants like a headline out of BravoCon. She's a queen of that, you know. But this turned out we fact checked a lot, and this turned out. Yeah, we well that's the thing we had to fact check because she's claiming that she crashed, and as us being ex Hollywood NBC, we can't just run with that without checking. We needed our sources. Um, and in fact, she did crash and people were not happy about it, which no. duh. Yeah, which duh. I mean, I just, I couldn't, the, the shameless, like, ego to just be like, I wasn't invited to Bravica, but I'm still going to show up. I'm going to come stay with my girl, Heather, and I'm going to go to the after party. Like, it's just the delusion. That's, she's, you know, that's what I don't get out of this whole thing. There is no remorse. No. I haven't seen it. No, she's asking people to give give their email addresses. Give her money for subscriptions. <laughs> Wild. Zach, I have to say, I was listening to you talk about this. I cannot believe, like, I, I wasn't signing up for Jen Shaw's, you know, um, whatever, her, her real truth. Yeah. No. But I have to say, I actually didn't even think of the fact that she's just collecting. She's doing yeah. what she's going to jail for, people. Lead she's generation. She's collecting her yeah. data. Yeah, like duh. That's when people are like, the judge told her not to do this, and I'm like, she knows that, and that's why she can say, oh, now I can't tell you my truth because the judge told me not to, but you already gave me your email addresses and you already gave me consent, so now I can do whatever I want with this email list. Do you guys think like the general public just might not understand exactly what she did? Because it's it is a little confusing, but when you break it down, it's not. But I don't know that people have been you know it's been told to them in a digestible way well you also see she she got 6.5 years in prison prison then you have the chrisleys who got todd almost got double that yeah and so i feel like you have a lot at least like from commenters that i've seen because we've covered all of this extensively yeah you have commenters going like okay the chrisleys must have done so something so much more like worse because their time is like double than jen's and jen like and i feel like that's how a lot of fans are like if you're fans of both of them that's how they're portraying it of like oh well she must have not done something that bad six points she got less time than them yeah but i mean the and the biggest thing that's like the biggest piece of context is like the chrisleys went to trial and tried to fight it jen saw the writing on the wall and she's like i'm gonna take a plea deal i'm gonna get as little time as i can i mean she was asking for three years i'm like mike i mean i get it you have to lowball it and the government's gonna highball it you can fall in the middle but still i mean three years i'm like what who are we trying to kid yeah, you know, that's a good and point. And we never forget, Zach, our first ever Housewives Nightcap. We interviewed Jen Shaw. And I, both Emily and I were like, 
Okay, so wait, is that the that's the interview that's going viral right now, right? Of her talking about like what she did, and she's the Wizard of Oz. Yes, because it looks like she's married to a college coach who's not even a D one coach, like D one school. Where the hell is all this money coming from? Yeah, and so we asked her, and she basically said she was the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, should have known right from the end. I mean, again, the delusion, knowing that the FTC has been on her back for all this time. Now I hear Coach Shaw is trying to get transferred out to Texas so that he can do, I guess he just did an interview recently where he said he wanted to do some coaching in Texas. That way he could be closer to her when she serves her time. Which is something, like, uh, something yeah. with that whole dynamic, that whole family dynamic. I'm sorry. Something's up. Something's up. I agree. And I feel bad for the kids because they seem like sweet kids. I do feel bad for the kids. And I hear people say that all the time. But I'm also like, these aren't two and three-year-old kids. Like, these are grown men. They're now, well, they're adult. They're of age where now they can understand the consequences of, of, like, breaking the law. And, like, their mother broke the law. And these are the consequences of what happens. And I think at least they're at an age where they can start to understand things and, and understand, like, okay, the way our family made our money was not kosher and we need to, you know, hopefully go down a better path and make sure that we, you know, take accountability, which unfortunately I don't see happening with like Jen and coach. Like none of them have really taken any accountability for anything other than what they've said before the judge. But I mean, to me, that's very convenient considering they were just trying to make sure they didn't get more time or she didn't get more. Honestly, unless I'm missing something, I didn't even feel like she was overly to the judge it was kind of she like went scripted. to dinner after yeah she, like she very dinner, kind yeah. of like, she had like what 20 and that's not just people. rolling up to the restaurant like you have to have a reservation for 20 people so this was like pre-planned like she pre-fixed menu for yeah. 20 people yeah it wasn't like know. it wasn't like a last minute like oh, okay guys we did it that's over let's go out to dinner like let's just get a bite to eat no that was like scheduled there was a reservation made like this was not you know wild wild i've heard people say like where she's going to jail you know the prison it's not so so bad it's low you know low security like you get to go outside a lot prison is prison guys like you don't go to prison period whether it's a nice prison or not no she's no no she's supposed to be bunking with elizabeth holmes elizabeth yeah i did not hear that yes it's the same prison yeah that there's no way they're putting them together well, no, no, no. I'm sure they won't be in the same cell. Yeah. But well, Elizabeth Holmes is just as delusional. Yeah. Booking there herself. You, you guys know she booked a flight to Mexico with her husband. She thought she was going to Mexico, Elizabeth Holmes, <laughs> after she was convicted. And I, the government was like, did you book a flight to Mexico? Because you're not going. <laughs> the country. She's like, wait, am I not allowed? Like these people are just a work trip. Straight delusional straight delusional okay let's pivot over to roni because there was a new report that came out in page six that after a deadlock with contract negotiations with the cast roni legacy has now been placed on pause thoughts do we even care about legacy at this point okay i'll go because i have a high okay i was gonna let you go all right so this is how i feel about Roni legacy no i don't care i never thought it was a good idea i'm you know i'm like i said i'm from jersey but i lived in manhattan for 10 years um like i'm so excited about this new Roni. the women that they've cast i'm very familiar with all of them i knew of them before they were Mm. cast 
and they're cool. They're cool. They're living very interesting lifestyles. I don't care about legacy. It's like been there, done that. Let something end that like, sorry, I keep saying like gave us, you know, it gave us everything we wanted. Let's put it to bed. Let's put it and let's start something fresh. That's my opinion on this. I'm done with, I'm done. That was a hot take. And that was my pause. I was pausing to be like, do I say no? I agree. I mean, I love, I love the OG women so much, but like Ebony said, we interviewed Ebony a couple days ago and she's like, you have Hulu, go watch the old seasons. When it was good. Yeah. And I was like, so true. I think after Ramona either was a fired or she quit. I, it was just a sinking ship after that. I mean, what does she call it? The loser legacy. Loser legacy. She did call it that. She's not wrong. I have to say, like, nothing will ever be the same. Like Jill Zarin, Bethany in the Hamptons house, yeah. literally just sitting in the bed. There were full episodes where I swear 30 minutes were them in a bed. And yeah. it was iconic. Like we loved it. The only legacy I would have enjoyed is maybe like one or two episodes, maybe even just like a 90-minute episode where it's Bethany, Jill, Ramona. Luann, Dorinda, Alex McCord, all kind of coming back, like all the originals plus Dorinda and Sonia because they were added after season one, but all the season one originals plus Dorinda. Yeah. No, no, he said Lou. Yeah, Lou, Lou, Lou. And so all of them together and reflecting on, do you like the way, you know how Friends did their reunion where they did their, it was all of them, the cast came back, they looked back, they laughed, they did whatever. And it was just kind of like one trip to the Hamptons of just them reminiscing on the good old days and, and flashing back to all the highlights and, you know, funny stories that they've never told anywhere else. And then boom, we put a nice little bow on it. Roni's done. We've moved on. Sail off into the sunset. I, I love like that idea. We just cast easy. girls trip, like the next girls trip legacy. That's what they call it. And I, I thought that that would have been they a go great. Back to a scary island. Oh, yeah. that would have been fun. I would have like, even been down with Kelly Ben Simone at that point. Like we could bring her in. Um, but I just feel like this would, and this is a perfect way to tie up other housewives shows like if they wanted to at some point reboot Beverly Hills or whatever the way they're doing it with New York they can bring back all of the legacy housewives of Beverly Hills girls together and it's just like one final look back on the show and what they did together to kind of just like tie it all up and then pass the baton on to the next girls or just close the city all together couldn't agree with you more I think getting rid of legacy might be the best thing Bravo can do right now I think I also go ahead learn I was going to say, I think their biggest mistake was like announcing it so prematurely. Like they made such a big announcement of like, we're doing two shows and we're doing this. And then they didn't even, you know, they announced the cast before there was the whole Lizzie scandal that I just think there were so many premature announcements that had we just did the proper due diligence behind the scenes, cast the show, got it perfect, started filming, got good content. And then we're like, this is our cast and here's a teaser and it's going to be great. Stay tuned. And they should have done that at BravoCon. Yeah. I think we're all shocked when they announced the reboot, like, you know, yeah. the new cast and not the legacy. Um, I also saw something on TikTok where it was like, sometimes these sources, which I, I know can be the case sometimes, but, you know, you have the network planting some stuff. And then you also have Housewives planting some stuff to get the conversation going again. Yeah. So in this case, it could be, 
and this is like, you know, I'm just throwing this out there. It could be the network being like, it's not happening. And now the ladies are freaking out because yes, probably most of the people that want to be on legacy need legacy. Yeah. And right now they're probably saying, I need this amount of money and I'm not doing it without this. And maybe they will lower it to this. Yeah. What did Bethany say? Pigs get fat and hogs get slaughtered. And that's always the housewife's biggest ego check is when they ask for too much money and then they ended up getting cut. Yeah. Yeah. I think that also they forget there was a time where housewives in every, you know, um, in every show and every franchise, there's a peak, right? We have peaked. I know that's sad for us all to know as fans. I know you guys, it hurts me too, but this franchise has peaked. So now we're just kind of, you know, we're hanging and there's still a built-in audience, obviously, but it's not what it used to be where these women were making millions of dollars an episode, literally, because that's what, that's the viewership they were getting. Yeah. So I think these women are going in delusional a little bit. Like they're, they're asking for that and the network doesn't want to pay it. They don't have the same rich storylines that they want. Like Lou, Lou is great, but her story, we saw the full arc, the full character arc and it's come full circle. And now she's a big cabaret star. She's Liza Minnelli. Great. Sail off into the sunset and good. But like, we don't have that character arc for her anymore. That like, what content is she really going to bring now? She has a a, a fose. I don't care. Yeah. You they know, show. Yeah. Lou and Sonia have that like surreal life. If show. that's even still coming out, we haven't even heard a thing about that. We haven't seen a trailer. We haven't seen a teaser. Nothing. And that wrapped filming a long time ago. Yeah. So I think the writing it might on the get wall canceled. Little, I mean, yeah. we've seen it. We've seen it happen. They shoot a whole show and then they don't even air it because it's not profitable. But. Yeah, and it's not worth it. The hard part then becomes, I believe the cast doesn't get their full paycheck unless a project airs. So I'm pretty sure they're going to fight that. But I mean, then they really need Legacy if their show doesn't come forward. Yeah, I think Legacy's out. I think it's out. I think they're also realizing the new Roni is great. I'm telling you, these girls, this group of girls is really good that they picked. They have a lot going on. Lots of drama. That huge drama happened. Lizzie's already out. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I feel like Lizzie would have been really good TV. So I'm a little disappointed that that already flopped. I know. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Andy, I think on Watch What Happens Live this week, said that it was, it, it's good and he can't wait for people to watch it. He says he just doesn't want people to judge the original show compared to the new show because they're two completely different shows now. So we'll have to no, see. It's so different. Like, I guarantee you, we're going to see the ladies literally on their phones at lunch and be like, oh my God, did you see this TikTok? That's <laughs> what the world is now. It's totally different, yeah. you know? So it wouldn't surprise me. I wish they would have done something more with real girlfriends in Paris. I feel like there was so much potential with that. And maybe that's probably the direction that they're probably going to take housewives in is like younger groups of friends, which is part of, you know, this pivot with the the new reboot of Roni. But I just feel like that was actually a good show. And now we have like Summer House and Vanderpump Rules where it is younger groups of friends that I think are really starting to come to the forefront. Yeah, I agree with you. Are you a summer house or are you Vanderpump or both? Um, Vanderpump. I'm on, I'm, I'm on the West Coast. I'm from Los Angeles. I knew you so were going to say that. Vanderpump is, I feel like East Coasters are more summer house. West Coasters are more Vanderpump. 
The Hamptons is such a niche place. Like it surprises me that somewhere else has been as successful as it is. And it did take them about what, like five years before anyone actually caught on. And then people started to catch on. And I do credit that actually to the casting. I mean, I think Paige really helped elevate it. Yeah, when they fired the Workus twins and Steven and they brought in Paige and and Amanda became more part of the forefront, I think it really... And and Hannah Burner too. I think Hannah really Hannah Paige. I wish, still on. I wish Hannah was still on. She was so funny. I'm I'm excited for this new season, but also at the t- same time, I see Kyle, who's 40 years old, completely drunk in the trailer, and I'm like, when do you grow up, man? Like, he when doesn't. does this happen? He's gonna have a baby, and he's gonna be drunk. <sighs> I feel like it's gonna be Amanda... Scott, dis- Scott, and Courtney. Yeah, they are. I feel like Amanda and Kyle's relationship is a little bit of a cautionary tale for all women. I really do what I need to (laughs) see that. He's not going to grow up. Right? I love Amanda. Like, I think she's wonderful and she's so cool. I can never be as cool as her. She's so chill. I just, he's just not the guy you marry. (laughs) Because she did. He's Peter Pan. Like, he's never going to grow up. He's never going to grow up. And he cries too much, you guys. He cries so much. He does cry a lot, which is a sensitive side. You know, like, it's nice to have a man that has a sensitive side. But it's not like an in touch with his emotions. It's always like a drunk ball. Yes, (laughs) yes. Exactly. Exactly. I don't mind a man that cries. No problem. I like a man that cries. But come on. Come on. It's a little. Vanderpump Summer House. Real Houses of New Jersey. All three are coming up. Which one are you most excited for, Lauren? Jersey. Jersey. Oh my God. I am so excited for Jersey. Like, I feel, I think I just said this a couple minutes ago. I feel like we haven't gotten good housewife content. No. And I know this season is going to deliver. At BravoCon, the ladies were separated the entire time. Like, even when we did press, it was a group. And then like an hour later, it was the other group. They all hate each other. And I just hope that the whole drama of it all isn't at the like last couple of episodes. That's my one hope. But I'm so excited for Jersey. Oh my gosh. I mean, can you imagine this year's reunion? It's going to be insane. Insane. It's be insane. We have March coming on next week. And I just so feel like. Tomorrow. Wait. Is it tomorrow? I think you're probably right. You know me. I have it in my calendar, but all right. Well, we have March coming on. Wait, we should say, I think I have, no, I think it, oh, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Okay. Coming on Wednesday. And I feel like we're, I feel like we are just going to ask her everything because I don't know. I want to know what is going on. How bad is it? It's bad. It's bad. He didn't go to the wedding. That really actually made me sad. I feel like I'm in this family a little bit. Do you, I don't know about you guys, but I really do feel that I am a Judice, Judice, whatever it is. I feel I'm a Judice. They're Gorgas point. though. They're not. Ju- they're Gorga. not Judice. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I feel like I'm a Gorga. You know, I feel like I am the. No, you're Juicy <laughs> Joe's daughter, so you are Judice. <laughs> <laughs> we Gorga, Gorga, Gorga. I don't know. I just I we love. We also have to be completely honest. We are completely biased because we love Teresa with all of our hearts. We do mm. love Teresa. We love Teresa. I've seen Melissa out at like 
you know, events in the city or whatever. And she's lovely. Nothing against Melissa. But I've also seen Teresa and I just love Teresa. Like, I like to talk to her casually. She's just kind of one of those people that I really, really enjoy in a casual setting. Yeah, She's, believe it or not, I feel more open. I was about to say she's really down to earth. Of all the housewives really? like, I've met, Teresa, Kathy Hilton are the most... Yeah. Yeah, earth like super super nice cares about you cares about like what's going on and not just like knowing that oh yeah I, this is part of my job i have to do an interview and get over with it who yeah. would your who is your least favorite interaction with oh i always i always say mine lauren you go first though well i think it's the same actually really? no, i already know who yours is Mine is Ramona. I I love watching Ramona on my TV and, and stuff. But when we had her on the first time, I was so over it. Like within (laughs) five minutes, I was like, I'm over this. I'm not enjoying this interview. She's why is she attacking us? (laughs) And she was, she was just like a shark and just, you know, it was like the camera was like here and it was like, oh, where, where are you? Where are you girls? What's going on? Da, da, da. Oh, oh. And it was just like chaos. And we were like, hey, Ramona. And did, she was just like somehow rude within like a second. Did you see and, her Zoom, the Zoom that she did with Avery? Oh, and like with her daughter? Yes. That was her. That exactly. If you watch that, if you go back and watch that Zoom with Avery recently, that is how she was to us. That was hilarious. Because she's like, can you stop talking? You're being rude. And then Avery's like, mom. And she's like, what? She's being rude. She's being rude. And I'm like, yeah. Everyone was just like cringing in that video. And like doing the, doing the like, you know. What? And we were what, like. Avery? She's my least favorite interaction, I will say. What about you, Lauren? I'm trying is- to think. I'm trying to What's yours, Zach? Do you ever have the housewives on here? Um, yeah, I do. Um, my least favorite interaction. Oh my god, I can't. I don't know why I'm blanking right now. Um, I mean, well, no, I don't know. They've all been Wait, so I feel yours, Lauren. I feel like I get them to open up, and I I usually get them to even when they're icy, I still get them to to let their guard down. I would love to interview Ramona. I would love to tackle that beast. Oh, I'm sure you could get, I'm sure she'd be happy to come on. Oh, she's sure she's promoting a podcast that she, I think is oh, unnamed God. right now. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's doing a podcast with Avery. Yeah. Wait, Lauren, your least, your least interaction. I'm, I'm literally afraid to say it because she's so scary. But Wait, who is it? At BravoCon. Oh, uh, yeah. You're yeah. So scared. Yeah. Who? Erica. Erica Jane? But I was scared too, but I was a little less scared. No, I was scared because I also had a scary interaction with her. Like one of my first interviews ever at Access Hollywood. And I was 20, 23 or 24. Baby, baby. Yeah. And I was interviewing her and she just. She was. No, 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 no. Like literally stopped me. Here's the thing. I also was a little naive and I asked her a little too much questions what did you ask her i basically was like i played a game and this was several several years ago i played a game and i said who in your cast is most likely to and i named off like most the most iconic moments in history so like most likely to in your cat your cast to flip a table most likely to in your cast to like drink a little too much and fall into a bush like luann I think once I got to that point, she was like, no, 
and we're done. And I was like, Ooh. oh my Sounds God. Sounds like Erica doesn't fuck around. <laughs> so at BravoCon, so we've never interviewed her for House I She's never come on our show. She <laughs> declines the offer every time, which for some reason we're always surprised. But, <laughs> but we had BravoCon and she's just also really intimidating because she's beautiful. She's like 10 feet tall. Tall, she's really tall. We thought we were well dressed. I mean, no, she was completely just no. We out. looked like our outfits were at from Target. <laughs> like we looked like a Target special. And we knew we only had so much time with her, so we just asked the questions the people needed to know, and she did not like that. And so it was a short interview. What did you ask her? We just asked like the Kathy Hilton of mm. Kathy Hilton of it all, and like. You know, she stood by Lisa Renna. Why? Blah, blah, blah. But I will say right after Erica was Lisa. And man, was she a good sport about the whole thing. Yeah, about getting booed. About getting booed. Like, she's like, I loved it. Like, you know, I, which I'm I here to believe. Which, you know, I don't believe either. But I know now, like, here's the thing. Lisa brings the drama. She bring, She knows how to stir the pot. Yeah. Who knows what this new season's going to be without Lisa? Yeah, I mean, and now it doesn't look like we're getting Brandy. So I'm very curious yeah. as to what's going to happen with Beverly Hills moving forward. I think they're going to cast the three sisters. Kim? Kim Kyle. Yeah, yes. I do. Kim, Kyle, and Kathy. And I think I think that's the obvious next step, yeah. in my opinion. Take it back to the right. family roots, yeah. Take it back to I mean, Listen, family dynamics works on reality TV. We know this. It is very successful. Does it tear apart families? Yes. I just does. feel like the 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 Hilton Richard sisters are way scrappier than the Gorga drama. I feel like Kim is ruthless and toothless. Like Kim will come for you. Ruthless and toothless. Toothless and homeless. Yeah. Not Kim, but <laughs> that, that reminded me of toothless and homeless. Is that the name of it? Homeless, yes. not toothless. Homeless and toothless. I went to him for a consultation. Not the homeless, not toothless. The, <laughs> the, the dentist that has yes. the charity. Dorit's yes. dentist. I did yes. go to him for like a veneers consult. Um, and then it was supposed to be a free consultation and I left out, I, I like ended up spending like $400 on like literally nothing on like a, a cleaning and like a, um, like a quick, like a, a dental exam. But I was wow. like, how did I like, how did I just get like, now I am homeless and toothless. Now you are homeless and toothless. <laughs> like, oh my God. That, that is funny. I get it though. If I was, if I were in LA, I'd probably go too, just to see. Well, I'll tell you right now, save your $400 and you're good. Oh my God. And then do you guys remember? Oh, wait, that was a separate event. Or no, was it? Melissa Etheridge then? Like, comes Oh, yeah, on stage? yeah. That was a homeless oh, man. Yeah. And it was like, what's happening? Does, does Melissa Etheridge know that like it's homeless and toothless too? I didn't know. I don't think she had any clue. I think she was told no. it was a charity event and it's a housewife yeah. and it's films. Know. Like, this is good PR, just do it. And she was like, all yeah. right. She didn't know what the charity was. How many people are like, yeah, let me go help the homeless, not toothless. Like, it's just, it's the name of it is so, the charity is great, but the name of it is just charity like. Charity is great. I'm so supportive of, of helping homeless people get new smiles. But yeah. the name. And they the also name. don't want them to get a bed. Yeah, like that's also a priority. True. Oh, okay, I I do need your your thoughts on Bethany Frankel's new show Money Court getting canceled because you guys interviewed Bethany on Housewives Nightcap right after yeah. the launch of her re her Rewives podcast, which was groundbreaking. Yeah. 
revolutionary. Never heard of a concept like that before. She was clapping back at Luann and Carol saying that, you know, she's sorry for having great ideas and she's sorry for being successful. And now we see Rewives is like tanking on the charts week after week. And Money Court has just been canceled by CNBC. Thoughts? We started this podcast by saying in order to have a good career, you need to be fancy and scrappy. I could not better describe Bethany Frankel. <laughs> okay. She's scrappy. And I She's will scrappy. say, like, I give it to her because TV is a really hard area to make it in, especially now. Even if you go to a streamer, it's really, really hard. And we've had, I, I looked back because I wanted to know exactly what we had with Bethany. The talk show failed. Mm-hmm. The Big Shot, which I actually liked The Big Shot. I liked The Big Shot, yeah. I I think that could have gotten another season. Failed. Bethany and Frederick. Failed. This is yet another Bethany Frankel. I feel like there have to be a few more that failed, right? I feel like she's had like 25 shows and none of them go anywhere. None of them go anywhere. None of them well, make she, it past the first season. She goes on Shark Tank, which is very oh, yeah, successful. Shark Tank. She's so good at Shark Like, I wish they would just cast her full-time on Shark Tank. As a shark. She is really good. Shark. Here's the thing with our interview with Bethany. It was very... Yeah. Very to the point. This is a podcast. You have to, yeah. <laughs> you have to tell them what you mean by this. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, I'm like, happy, she's very... She's making the hand actions right now. They're making hand actions, everyone. She is very to the point. I asked a question. She answered it. It was very matter of a fact. She thinks she is hot shit. And you know what? Fake it till you make it because it worked for her and it will work for her because she bounces back. The show, I mean, I I watched a couple episodes because I ended up interviewing her for it too. Like she needed a plug. It was a great concept. And here's the thing. Bethany is an entrepreneur, a thousand and ten percent. Yeah. But like Emily said, TV is just, it's a slippery slope with TV, with streaming, with all of it. It has to be really good. And it just wasn't good enough. I don't know about Bethany and her TikToks. Maybe she'll make something about that. Maybe she'll go on QVC full time. I think the TikToks do have a greater plan in her mind because now that they've taken off, Bethany's not stupid. It's become a thing for her. So now how can she further monetize it? I don't think it's going to stay on TikTok. I think she's going to do something. Maybe maybe another cosmetics line outside of Skinny Girl. Yeah, I think she she was the first housewife to ever monetize anything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was the first to monetize Skinny Girl, the 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 margarita. Now she's the first housewife to really monetize social media in the way that she has. She's not selling flat. Well, she did sell flat tummy tea, but she's like doing the TikToks and the Instagram reels, and she's making bank off of that. So I mean, but I think her strength has always been her personality, which is reality TV. And I think Bethany Ever After was great. You know, when she's on oh, Roni, not about great. Bethany Ever After. That was great, and Jason. Had us all fooled. Yeah, I was fooled. I was fully fooled. I, he, you know, he had the Midwestern parents come in, and I thought they were so nice. I thought he was so nice. Mm. What a psycho! Mm-hmm. I think that's. <laughs> I think that's Bethany's strength. And if they ever want to do, if they ever want to re reboot the Roni legacy, I think Bethany needs to sign on. And I think if she signed on at this point, I think she knows she needs some TV time because she loves TV so much and they probably need her that the only way legacy can move forward is going to be with Bethany and probably Ramona. 
I feel like the two of them with the the OG cast, I think, is really compelling for people. I don't think Bravo will ever pay Bethany what she needs to come back. I would be shocked. Need that anymore though. She doesn't no, need the money. Right. She doesn't need the money. But one thing she loves is the relevance and the TV time. She's addicted to the TV time. That's why she keeps signing these deals for all these little one-off shows yeah. that don't go anywhere. So I think at some point she's going to realize how much she misses being on TV. And I think at that point she'll buckle for a good price, but not the price that she's you know ultimately really wanting. Because at that point she doesn't need the money that she doesn't care about the money. I don't know if she was just kind of like giving me a tease to give me a tease, but she did go, what if like I have something in the works with Bravo right now that would be about my life, me and Bryn, like what would you be interested in that? I don't know if she was just totally like. That would be interesting. I would be interested in that. But I would be interested in that a thousand percent. Yeah, I would be too. I would be too. I went to her apartment once, um, the old one though, where it was like, white it was really pretty she used to post it oh yeah 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 Yeah. and uh I walked in and I had never met her before this was years ago and I sat down with my crew because we were gonna interview her interview her about be strong she was doing like great work in Puerto Rico at the time and she did not talk to me for like a good like 30 minutes and then finally she sits down and she looks up and she's like you look pretty and for some reason, that made me laugh so hard because she doesn't know me. Yeah. So it's like a weird thing to say to someone you've never met. Like, you look pretty. It's more like you, you, you you're you so pretty. Like, thank you for, co- you know what I mean? It was just a weird, it was so bad. Intimidating. Like, she was intimidated. Like, you, you look pretty. I was like, thank you. Thank you. And but did that, she, did that she was respond? Like, so you agree. You think you're really pretty. You agree. You think you're really pretty. <laughs> No, but that would have been so hard to respond that way, right? Like, that's kind of how she said it. But I love Bethany. I'm a big Bethany stan. And I think what she built is incredible all by herself. Yeah. No man's helped her. And she's good now. Like, she doesn't need to do anything anymore. Like, she's good financially. She's got Paul. She's got Bryn. I think she's, you know, she's doing it. She's got her TikToks. She's got all the, the CVS makeup she could ever want. And she's an investor at this point, you know, Bethany invests, she knows a good brand to invest in. And I think that's kind of how she makes her money. Also, isn't she into real estate? I'm sure yeah. she makes yeah. money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Making the majority of her money. Yeah. And we're aspiring to get that Bethany Franco paycheck. It's coming. Oh my God. I want to work for Bethany. I feel like that could no. really whip you into, no. It would be I would awful. never want to work for Bethany. I was in the casting for. Stop. The big shot. Yeah. Stop. But then I don't think that they liked that I had a podcast that covered like housewives and stuff. And they're like, we don't think that's going to work because it's going to look like you're a super fan. And I was like, well, I'm good. I don't really want to work. And for Bethany her. Hates I was like, I, I was like, I don't want to really work for her anyway. I would just do it for the exposure on the TV show and for the story of working for Bethany. I could see you on reality. Have you auditioned for other shows? Yes, I've. Yeah, I've filmed a few reality shows. Some of them, most of them didn't go anywhere. <laughs> So I we'll love see. that. We'll see what happens. No, yeah, I can totally see you on a reality show. Wait, what are your thoughts on the new MTV show? Um, okay, so I haven't talked about this at all. I'm surprised. Well, I'm surprised I haven't talked about it. So the because there's a lot of like heat on it right now, right? Real Friends of WeHo. 
So, oh, oh, I didn't know what you guys were talking about. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Go. So, yeah. I mean, a lot of like backlash from the show that I think is almost a little unwarranted, to be honest. I mean, I understand why the cast is upset because my understanding is they filmed a show that was called, it's supposed to be like the A list LA and it was supposed to be on Paramount Plus. And then they were shocked that it was on. MTV and then it was called Real Friends of WeHo. Now, for me, I didn't love the initial announcement because I looked at that group of guys and I was like, nothing about this screams that they're real friends. Like these are all Hollywood people, Hollywood friends that I don't believe that they actually like have drinks on a Friday night and hang out often. And I didn't immediately love the WeHo Association because to me it just felt so stereotypical. Um, I haven't seen the show yet, but I hear once people actually watch it, they're actually kind of enjoying it and that there's a lot of like endearing qualities to it. I just think, I think it's a good start because it's showing gay men in a positive light. I've always wanted to do a show or to have a show that like shows us as not just like partiers and we all just sleep with each other and pop pills in WeHo clubs all the time. And it focuses on like, you know, being career men and having families and getting, you know, having solid, stable relationships. And so hopefully this show can kind of open up that door and we can get more shows like that. I think it's a it's a good stepping stone. It's like, yeah, Real Houses of OC started the Real Housewives franchise, but it didn't really peak until we got to Atlanta, New York, New Jersey, the table flip. Right. So I think it's a, it's a step in the right direction, um, but I haven't watched it yet. And I don't know if I actually will. Well, there's only two episodes out, so I feel like we could all catch on to it. I love Brad Grasky. I love think Brad. So love funny. Brad. Do we know if his husband's on it at all? Yeah, Who is he, is. He? he is Gary. Oh, he is? oh, see, that will get me to watch. I love Gary. He's Gary's funny as great. hell. Gary's I will great. watch for Gary. But I agree with you, Zach. We need more gay male representation on reality TV. Kind of feels like they're always like a female sidekick or friend, you yeah. know? And this way, I like seeing professional gay men who are basically, they, these guys aren't my friends, but all my friends are yeah. professional gay men. Yeah. So I love seeing and them. And we don't see enough of that on TV, I, I don't think. We don't. And there is such a market and consumer that wants to see what is going on in this kind of demographic, you know? So I feel like it has legs. And also bad press is good press. The fact that people are talking about it. It got a lot of press. And I think that made it a lot more culturally relevant. And we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I mean, listen, no reality show cast is everyone real friends. I'm sorry. No, that's true. I know that's what the audience wants, but that's just not how casting in Hollywood works. But I also think, like, look at Roni and look what made Roni so magical is there was chemistry and there was connection, right? They maybe weren't best friends, but there was that lightning in a bottle that they had because they had that chemistry. Some of them had some history and they just knew how to connect with each other. And I think maybe it's a disservice that the cast did because I know some of them have come out and spoken poorly about the show. I know, like, Dorian um, is not a big fan of the show and he's like, I don't even live in WeHo, I live in the Valley, blah, 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 blah. But I think you can immediately tell that there's just such a disconnect from all of these men that that the only fabric that they have is the Hollywood connection. And I wish they would have leaned more into the Hollywood connection rather than their BFFs that party in WeHo every weekend. Right. Also, I think if you follow anything that Brad Grasky does, he doesn't party. It's like so. No, and I, that's why I was so shocked to see Brad. I love Brad. I think Brad's hilarious. I think he's fun. I think he has a really big career. Oh, because he was—he even had his own show for a minute. It's a Brad Brad world. Had his own show. Yeah. yeah. 
Mm. Yep. Never forget him with Rachel Zoe. Yeah. See that kind of TV. Like I, I really, oh, it was so good. Him and Rachel Zoe. I I don't know if you guys were a fan of this, but million dollar matchmaker was Mm. my jam. Patty Stanger. Yes. I Bring her that. back. We need her back. She Bring needs to stop back. being so stubborn about paychecks and realize we want her back on TV. Like, give, put some respect on her check, but like, put her back on TV. Everyone needs to start looking at, granted, I've never been a reality TV show cast member. So I, I know it's a lot of work. I know this, but they all have to start looking at the reality TV portion as they're launching for other opportunities. It's a platform. It's not the thing that's going to pay your mortgage. What's going to pay your mortgage is what the platform, you know, brings to you, which is uh, on social media. Now, these days, it's so different than it was. You can do so much with the platform. You really can. Given that platform, you're really going to go all the way. Start start a brand. Do something. I agree. Take the TV time and make the most of it. And, you know, TV time. build yep. the Bethany brand. I agree with you. Build the Bethany brand. Bethany. Yes. Bethany. Lauren, Emily, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. Coming on No Filter with Zach Peter. Where can people keep up with you guys? I well, first of all, thank you for having us. And second of all, we're gonna have you on Nightcap now. I would love that. We will figure this out because we need you to come spill the tea with us. But um, watch Housewives Nightcap on YouTube on Access Hollywood's digital platforms. We post once a week. This week we'll have Marge from Real Housewives of New Jersey. Then we got Candy coming up. Then we have Teresa. We have a lot of. We have a lot of good people coming up. So. Watch Access Hollywood, YouTube, and then plug our socials, Emily. Oh, yeah. Follow me at Emily Orozco TV and Lauren at, what are you, Lauren Herbert? Yeah, I'm just at Lauren Herbert. Yeah, at Lauren yeah, Herbert. Get the TikTok game going, guys. So follow us on TikTok, too. Yeah, yes. wait, follow Lauren on TikTok. She's, like, really getting famous on TikTok. I so. literally have, like, 3,000 followers. <laughs> so TikTok, that is not good. Oh, yeah. I love okay. it. But that's where our best clips go. And that's where you can really get the tea. You know, if you're not hitting YouTube, you know. So go give them a follow. Go get that tea. Housewives Nightcap. We're the biggest fans of you. So this is so fun. Thank you, guys. I love it. I love it. I love you guys. Guys, go give them a follow and listen to Housewives Nightcap. All right. Love you. Mean it. Bye.